Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. Hey, we're glad that you're here and we'd like to give you wisdom, wisdom for your family, wisdom for your children, wisdom for your finances, for your life. This morning, uh, wisdom for your soul, wisdom for your soul. Um, let me ask you this. <laughs> Is it okay to be fat? Uh, well, that's offensive. Um, all right, not so much a fat body, but how about fat bones, fat soul? What about that? I had a man in our church for years. He goes, the problem is I just got a fat soul, and it tries to show itself out sometimes. <laughs> he would always say that. That's my problem. I got a fat soul. Well, the Bible does talk about a fat soul. A liberal soul shall be made fat. It's a good thing. Um the Bible says that uh, a diligent, the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Hey, a fat soul is good. Fat bones are good. Um, as we know, the bones um, make the blood. So your bones are healthy. Bones are fat. That's a good thing. Proverbs 1530, a good report maketh the bones fat. Isaiah 58, and the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. So fat bones, hey, that's good. Fat soul, hey, that's good. Uh, fat body, not so much, not so much. Now, what I want you to see is what God did. He sent them not a fat soul. He sent them leanness, leanness. In Psalm 106, verse number 15, he gave them their request, but sent leanness to their soul. This is a big deal. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotion. So if you have a lean mind, a lean soul, and lean emotions, what is that? Lean is meager. Lean is not rich. Lean is destitute of good qualities. Bare, barren, low, poor. Huh. God sent leanness to their soul. Why? We'll talk about that in a minute. Boy, leanness in your soul is not a good thing. Barren, barren of thought. Um, meagerly, without plumbness, destitute, uh, wanting. God said he sent leanness to their soul. So in their mind, they were poor. They were not rich. They were destitute of good qualities. In their will, in their decision-making, they were destitute of good qualities. They were poor. In emotions, destitute of good qualities, um, poor, not rich, um, meagerly, sad. Boy, what a sad thing. In their soul, they had that. How many people are that way? By the way, what's one word we would call that? If somebody was lean in their emotions, in their will, and in their mind, guess what we call that? Depression, discouragement, disillusionment. Wonder how many people are depressed because God sent leanness to their soul. Literally, the Bible says God sent it. Okay, God sent it. What God wants it to be is a fat soul. Okay, fat. Fat means rich, wealthy, affluent, fertile, fat soil, a fat wallet, a fat freezer, fat bank account. We like that. Fat abounding in spiritual grace and comfort. God wants us to have a fat soul, a heart that's fat. That's not good. A body that's fat, not so much, but a soul that's fat, hey, that's a good thing. So quickly, before I show you where, how, why God sent them a leanness of soul, how do we fill our soul? Literally, you fill your soul with the Bible, prayer, church, soul winning, fellowship, serving, others, singing. All those things are spiritual. 
And the spiritual things feed our soul. They feed our mind, our will, our emotions. They make us to have a fat soul. Uh, you ever seen someone or you ever eaten a good meal and you sit back and prop your hands upon your belly and say, that was good. Man, I'm full. Man, I feel great. That was, that was great. I feel good. That's the way our soul wants to be. And our soul is that way when we fill ourselves up with the Bible, fill ourselves up with prayer. Hey, if you really connect with God and you prayed, how good do you feel when you leave? If you really went to the Bible and got truth out, how good do you feel? Hey, if you went to church and uh, listened and paid attention and was active and involved with singing and fellowship and uh, serving in church, how do you feel when you leave? We say it was good to be in the house of the Lord. What happens? Your soul is being filled. Your soul is being filled with God. And you have a great life when you do. So quickly, let me share with you how and why God sent them leanness to their soul. So when you read Psalm 106 in the beginning, it says, uh, verse 9, he rebuked the Dead Sea also. This is God. Rebuked the Red Sea and dried it. It was dried up so they could walk over and try land. That's incredible. God did that, true and real. They were there. He saved them from the hand of them that hated him. Pharaoh, the king there, God there, worshiped him. Emperor, uh, Pharaoh, the guy in charge, uh, chastened him, hated the children of Israel, made them work and work hard and be slaves and without straw, and they had to go gather it themselves. Hard, hard work. Hated them. But God delivered, delivered them to the Israelites, killed them all. Amazing. The waters covered their enemies that there was not one of them left. Can you imagine? You're in slavery with the powerful, most powerful nation. There's nothing you can do to get out of that. And God hears you and delivers you and then kills all of the enemy. How excited would you be? They believed they his words. They sang his praise. Man, they're doing great. Next verse. They soon forget his works. Oh, boy. You forget God's works. Amazing Romans 1, the downfall of man, where they end up at. It started off, neither were they thankful. Neither were they thankful. They forgot what God did for them. Boy, we ought to go every day thanking God for our salvation. Every good thing we've ever had came from God. Uh, the children of Israel, God, thank you for the Red Sea miracle. Thank you for taking care of Pharaoh and delivering us. They have so many miracles to thank God for, but they forgot his works. They waited not for his counsel. They made decisions without going to God. They made decisions without listening to God. Sometimes God's quiet. Sometimes God doesn't answer. David had that. How long, O Lord, will thy hide thy face from me? Times where God would go and it's a season of testing and no answer. So what do you do? Wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Stand still and see the salvation of God. There was this famous story when I was in the military. It's supposedly true, but... Uh, they were being marched by their sergeant, teaching them cadence, left, right, left, right, right flank, left flank, um, all of that. And the sergeant got pulled away for something, and so the guys kept marching. And um, one of the general orders in the military is to continue with the last command given. They were told forward march, so they're forward marching. They got to the end of the tarmac where they were marching at, and it was grass, well, they kept on marching. They got to the end where there was a chain link fence and most everyone stopped. One guy climbed over and kept on marching. They found him downtown. He was going to get in big trouble. He goes, wait, I'm continuing with the last command. I'm the only one who kept on marching. We were given forward march. You continue with the last command given until told otherwise. Um, boy, we don't like to do that. We don't like to wait for God's counsel. 
Uh, if God didn't say do something, then don't do it. Why did he turn them over to leanness to their soul? Um, why? They forgot his works. They forgot his works. And then um, they didn't wait on his counsel. They did what they wanted to do and didn't wait for God. And then what? Why did they do that? They lusted in the wilderness. Lusted. We think it differently. Lust is just desire. You can lust and desire for good things or for bad things. They lusted for meat. Well, nothing wrong with meat except when God says, no, I'm putting you through a testing period. It's bread and water for them. Okay, that's what they're having. Water from the rock and manna from the morning. That's what I want you to have. But they lusted. They wanted the leeks and garlics and cucumbers and melons and of Egypt. And they wanted meat. And it said they tempted God. Uh, and tempted God in the desert. How did they tempt him? By saying, can God provide a table in the wilderness? Can you do this, God? That's a slap. Excuse me? I just part of the Red Sea. I just killed all the Egyptians. I just had Pharaoh um, make you leave Egypt. I just had the 10 plagues. And you're asking me if I can give you meat? Are you kidding? Mm, that tempted God. Don't do that. And after that, he said, okay. He gave them their request. He gave them meat. He sent the wind from the sea to bring all this quail into them. They had so much meat to eat coming out everywhere in their teeth. But then he said, okay, but I'm going to send you leanness to your soul. Leanness to your soul. Hey, I promise you, you don't want that from God. Don't forget his works. Wait for his counsel. Don't lust after things that you don't have, don't need. Don't tempt God in the wilderness saying, can God do this? Okay, if you do that, God is going to send leanness to your soul. Your soul's going to be empty. Your soul's going to be destitute. Your soul's going to be desiring so much. And honestly, simply, truly, that's one of the things we call depression. We're in a fit of depression. I wonder how much of that God sent leanness to our soul because we started off forgetting what he did. We tempt him. We do our own thing. We don't let God help us. We don't realize there's a season of trial that we're in. And at the end of that, God's going to bless and turn things around. But for now, that's what we're going through. Hey, fill your soul up with God. Don't um, tempt God. Don't look at what you're going through and be upset, realizing there's a season that God's allowing you to go through. You do not want leanness for your soul. You want a fat, full, blessed, rich.